You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 375. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 375. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. Happy fucking New Year. It's 2021. Thank you. The ever-loving spirits out there. I Let's hope it means something. <sighs> well, <laughs> you know, and so that's what I was kind of nervous about, that because we're, we're, we're coming to, to you from the past. We're actually <laughs> recording this in 2020, and I've been worried that because 2021 is not going to make COVID go away, right? that we're going to be all, yeah, okay, yeah, 2021, and then we're like, womp, womp, still stuck in the house, you yeah. know? <laughs> But I think it's going to be like that. I do feel like there is such a palpable energy shift, even just of hope and optimism that yeah. happens at the new year. It's true. That I will take it. Uh, yeah. I will absolutely you. take it. And that's kind of what we're going to be discussing today. We're going to be talking about seven ways to create a fresh start. Oh, that's perfect. Well, it's perfect. I, I shed that skin. I, I thought it was pretty perfect, too. <laughs> So that's what's going to be on the docket today, because I think for many of us, we're really looking for a shift. We're looking for a change. We want to shake things up a little bit. And where do we start? How do we figure that out? I think so many of us are feeling discomfort in a category, like maybe in your parenting or in your physical body or in your job or workplace. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just go, oh, what I need is a new job. That's what I need. And, right. and we're not really doing a thoughtful analysis of all of the things that are actually going on in your world that we can shift and create a, a really great fresh start. Yeah. We leave that past behind. So that's what we're jumping into. I do want to tell you at the very top of the show. Wait a minute. Do you hear? Do you at hear the very a little, top of the show? Uh, oh, out. Yeah, in it's the kind, distance. It's kind of in the distance. I do. It's getting louder, though. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, there it is. We interrupt this broadcast of the Joy Junkie Show to bring you this urgent free shit alert. Repeat, this is a free shit alert. <laughs> I don't know why we do that, but it's funny. But you know, you know, when we start doing that stupid bit, that <laughs> some free shit is coming your way. So I created a free worksheet that accompanies this podcast, and it's going to be directly related to one of the points that I cover here today. So you'll want to get your hands on that. You can find it on the show notes page for this episode, which is thejoyjunkie.com slash 375. You'll see a very easy button right there. You just ask for it, and we'll send it directly to your inbox. Cool. I like it. Yeah. Uh, How easy is that? So. When we get to that particular point in in our conversation today, I'll be sure to tell you here's what's covered on the worksheet because it's not the entirety of what I'm discussing okay. today. Okay. But I do think it will help you get a fresh start. But 
before we do all before of that. Before we get a fresh start. Before we get into the incredible seriousness of this show. <laughs> Let's have a little fun with a segment we like to call... Would you rather? And today's would you rather is, would you rather have to hang onto the top of a car going 100 miles an hour for 10 minutes? Oh, my God. Or. I don't think I have the upper body Try strength. to stay on top of a hot air balloon in the sky for 10 minutes. Oh, fuck no. Fuck. <laughs> fuck right on off. Okay. For the first one, I was like, I don't know if I have the upper body strength, but. There's no way, no way I'm on top of a hot air balloon. I think it would be a lot easier to stay on top of a hot air balloon than it would a car, though, even though you're closer to the ground on a car. You're probably right, which I don't think I've said very many times. During the <laughs> <laughs> wow, how true is that? You're like, oh, my God, it's on, I was, it's on I was record. like, who are you? <laughs> you recorded it. <laughs> See, I'm I'm starting. I'm having a fresh start. Oh, this is, yeah, even though it's not 2021 for us, you're in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody in the future. Okay, let's see. Let's talk implications here. Okay, let's do it. A hundred miles per hour, and I'm holding on like to the top, of like the car. a ski rack or something like that. No, it'd be just the top of the car. Just like the top of the car. You'd have to either be hanging on to the sides or the front, or yeah. This might be up there in my. Least favorite would you rather's. Least favorite. I mean, these are these are really not up my alley. I know. It's kind of why I chose them. I wanted to see. I'm risk if I could freak you out a little bit. <laughs> well, you know what we say. You got to risk it to, to get, get the, the biscuit. biscuit. That's right. That's right. That's right. So this is definitely risking it. So okay, but then if you're on a hot air balloon, so they don't really move that fast at all no but there is wind and things like that oh my right? gosh and but there's literally nothing to hold on to well there's the seams of the balloon but that that's that's nothing it's probably about the same as a, the edge of a car i would assume no i don't think it's the same at all i don't know how you even oh my gosh I with your purpose <laughs> i don't even know how you would fact check that like how do you know that's right i don't i don't think google has the answer to that Perhaps. Perhaps. Let us know if you find out. I, I think I'm st I'm going 100 miles an hour. So am I on top of the car? And I can kind yeah. of hold? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But the windows are closed, so you'd have to hang on however you could, right? Just like a balloon. Okay. you have to be able to find something to hang on I think to. I'm going to pick that one. And it's 10 minutes? 10 minutes. That's going to be the longest 10 minutes of my life. 100 miles an hour. 100 miles an hour. But the hot air balloon is not going anywhere. It's just up high. It's well, not going it's, fast. Yeah, it's just in the air. I think I'm still going to go. I, what are you going to pick? I'm going to go with car. Well, I'm thinking about the implications of if I fall, right? If I fall, there's some hot asphalt going on, some red asphalt going on. Uh, uh, um, and you may or may not die, right? Pro probably not. Probably not. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, 100 Concussion. miles an hour. 100 miles an hour, I mean, you might die. You might smack your head open. But if you're in a hot air balloon up in the air... And you fall off that, you're donezo. Donezo, right? bunzo. So I would rather, if I slipped off the balloon, I'd rather just go. So I'm going to go real dark on you and that, say balloon. This one was so macabre, Mr. Was very, Smith. I was very dark. I got, yeah. <sighs> well. It was remnants of 2021. That's right. Still living in me. I had to get out. All right. Well, <laughs> let's not let that happen again. 
you need to get some support. In fact, that's going to be perfectly oh, perfect. paralleled with some I of the stuff it. we're talking about today. I love it. But we would love to hear your rationale behind what you would choose from this ridiculous would you rather. And we talk about it every single week in our Facebook group, which is called the Joy Junkie After Hours Club. After Hours. And Mr. Smith was up on the mic ready for that part for like 30 <laughs> seconds or 30 seconds early. I was like, I'm not missing this one. No, no. <laughs> so we have an awesome Facebook group with a, so many beautiful people, lots of camaraderie, tons of support. And each Monday we discuss the would you rather and everyone talks about what they would choose and why. And and it's just it's just always a it's good fun. time. You got a lot of other things going on on that page too, though, don't you? We do. Every month I do a bonus training where you can get questions answered about specific things that you're going through. And it's just really lovely to be around other people that are in the same headspace. Yeah. I run a very tight ship so nobody sells in there or tries to like recruit you to start selling their protein powder or any no bullshit like that. No funny business. Yeah. We stay very focused on how we need to grow and develop and support and all of that. So if you want in very easily, just go to thejoyjunkie.com slash club, and that will redirect you right over to our corner of Facebook. And we would love to connect with you. Fun. We also do Warm Fuzzy Wednesday, so. So, yeah. Well, I mean. I mean, if you're not going for the, would you rather, you got to go for the Warm, warm Fuzzy, fuzzy Wednesday. Wednesday. That's right. All right. So let's talk about seven ways to create a fresh start. The first item in business is to acknowledge what still needs healing and get support. Mm. I think if you've hung out with me for any length of time, you know that I am not one to skate over any issue that is really troubling to you or causing some sort of detriment to your life. So if you have lingering things that you haven't dealt with emotionally around, let's say, the trauma of what last year was or things that may have transpired in your workplace or recovering financially. Health issues could be very realistically something that you're up against. Maybe not even necessarily COVID, but increase in anxiety and depression or all of the litany of things that people have been dealing with just because of such a traumatic year. Maybe it's something with relationships. So my recommendation, of course, is do not just expect it to go away and just gloss over it. You have to address it. Now, we don't have to stay there forever. We don't have to linger. In fact, that's one of the reasons why I love so much when I work with clients and students who are also seeing a therapist because therapy really is able to get to the root of what happened, why you are at the place where you are. And then coaching mm -hmm. kind of says, okay, given that circumstance, now how do we get you where you want to go? How yeah. can we be a lot more action oriented? So yes, get to the root of that stuff and you can continue to progress at the same time, but let's not get it twisted. You cannot try to curb or eclipse the, the trauma that you've gone through by simply just giving yourself a bunch of boxes to check, a right. bunch of goals. Let's just nothing to see here. So get support. What does that look like? I think now more than ever, we're starting to see opportunities for professional help and other people to talk to. I just saw a meme 
I can't even remember where I saw it, but it was so poignant to what we're all going through. And it said something to the effect of, let's not just move on to 2021 and pretend that we weren't so severely scathed by what 2020 was. Mm. Get your support. Let's normalize talking about it. Let's normalize whatever you went through on top of the collective trauma, right? So if you went through a divorce in 2020, if you transitioned jobs, if you moved, if you had, yeah, if you lost a job, Mm -hmm. if you burned through all your savings because of that, you know, there's all these different things that people have had in addition to the collective trauma. Please give that credence. Give it merit. It deserves to be untangled and worked through. Because let me tell you what, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It will just change. That's right. It will. Something different. It'll become something different. It'll become an addiction. It'll become anxiety. Cancer. It it, it will become (laughs) achy knees. Achy knees, yeah. (laughs) Achy breaky knees? Achy breaky knees. So, number one, acknowledge what still needs healing and get some support. Number two, create your own closure. I did a podcast on this, so I'm going to link to this in the show notes. I did a podcast about not not necessarily getting closure from somebody else, but how to actually create your own. So, the question to ask yourself here is, looking back over what transpired in 2020, what is in the way of you moving on. Hmm. Is it a thought process? Is it being tethered to somebody in your life, maybe family or a past relationship that is really arresting you from moving on or beginning anew? What are those elements that are within your control to start sifting through and go, okay, here's what I can do around this really toxic relationship that I had, Mm -hmm. or here's what I can do to begin to to move on from it, create that element of of closure. So one of my favorite ways to do that is to do something ceremonial to let let it go. Sure, something physical or or what kind of ceremony? Well, there is there. I'm going to try to find out. I'll put it in the links in in the show notes. There is a company that makes this paper called Flying Wish Paper. Oh, I have seen that. And it's so cool because you literally burn it, and it kind of takes off. It flies, yeah, and then it just disintegrates into thin air. So it's a really great way to write down. Like I'm letting go of all of this anger towards my boss. Or I'm letting go of the disempowering belief that I can't make my dreams happen. And I hereby declare that I will create my own business. Or whatever that thing is that you need to definitively say from here on out, it's going to be different. That's the transfer of energy, right? That's where the energy changes. Absolutely. And you don't necessarily have to do just that, but it could be something like packing things up. Maybe there's a bunch of things around your home that remind you of your ex or of a family member who's passed on Mm -hmm. and and it keeps you locked in the past or locked in the guilt of what if I forget them Mm. or something like that, right? Right, right, right. So maybe it's about taking pictures of everything and putting together a scrapbook and that's your kind of closure. 
that you're creating. Or you package everything up and you put it away so that it's not in your direct visual all the time. Hmm. It could be a definitive decision about separating yourself from other people. Someone who is not on the same personal development journey, let's say, who a friend of yours where everything you did together was always just drinking Mm. or you would always stay out late and you're at a point now where you're like, uh, bitch needs her sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So it might be about looking at, okay, here's a definitive choice about this closure. I am hereby distancing myself from these various individuals. It could be about a very specific boundary. We'll link to the most recent podcast I've done on boundaries as well, because there is something super powerful about a simple declaration that can create an element of closure. Yeah. That from this point on, I hereby let go of this belief, this notion, this attachment to fill in the blank. Okay. So that you're creating some sort of definitive closure. It could be ending a relationship. If you have ended a relationship in 2020, an intimate partnership, for the love of God, get new bedding. Please get new bedding. Oh, yeah. It is one of those energetic things that can... I know it's not realistic for everybody to just buy a new bed. If you can, great. But at least get some new bedding. Transfer that energy around what took place there. That's That's a great great way to size up that closure a little bit. It's a great way. Something that we talk about in Deep Down and Dirty, which is my my signature program that I teach, Mm -hmm. we do an entire module specifically around forgiveness. Because forgiveness most of the time, whether it's for other people or for yourself, those are the elements that create closure Mm -hmm. because sometimes those people have passed on you know you can't necessarily go make amends or verbally forgive somebody or they may not be in your life anymore that form of closure i really think is a luxury and i i don't think many of us get that i think it's about deliberately creating what you need to have happen in order for you to move on And that's one of the reasons why we discuss that so much in Deep Down and Dirty, because shocker, a lot of times what has happened to you in the past for all of us creates our belief and then creates our reality. So, for example, if you are harboring a lot of anger or resentment towards your parents, because let's say you had a sibling who acted out all the time or possibly had special needs or something like that where your parents gave all their energy to that child and Mm. you felt like you didn't exist really. Okay. There could very realistically be, this is very similar to kind of my situation where I didn't feel like I had an abusive or a traumatic childhood, right? So I dismissed a lot of the things that I was still carrying as an adult. Sure. So even forgiving small things like that, it doesn't have to be an outright blatant abuse. It could be anything hmm. that has created a pattern for you now Right. to believe, you know, so in that situation, let's say you figured out that in order to be seen, in order to be recognized, in order to be valuable, you needed to overachieve. Mm. So you've been in this constant state of searching for approval. People need to approve of me. Uh, And that leads oftentimes to people pleasing. So you can kind of scope out your behavior and look at, 
is there a root issue or season of my life, chapter of my life, that I might need to forgive either myself or some other individuals in my life? Hmm. So that's one of my huge, huge things around the work that I do is creating that moving on. And I'm pretty sure we've done some podcasts on both of those topics. I'm sure we have, yeah. Forgiving others, especially when they don't deserve it. I'm pretty sure I did that. And also self. And I'll link to that if that's something that really resonated for you here. And just a little side note, too, on Deep Down and Dirty, if you really are done and you're like, I... I'm not fucking around. I want I want a fresh start. I want to go after things that I've been talking about doing for four years or 10 years or whatever it is. I want to start believing that it's possible for me too. I want to stop being attached to this idea that it's okay for everybody else, but I'm somehow uniquely damaged. Mm. Then honey, that is what I do. Let's change that shit. It's possible for you. I've seen hundreds of people do it. I've done it myself. It's possible for you. you you're you not that different, all right? So get over yourself. And if you struggle with things like chronic people-pleasing, perfectionism, constant self-doubt, you know that you are very clearly the only person in your way then we need to start doing stuff at a deeper level. And that is exactly what Deep Down and Dirty is. And a lot of people mm-hmm. will say, holy shit, I thought the pod gave me a lot. And then they get in there and it's sure, like crack yeah. you wide open. Right. So if you're interested in that and you really do want to see a shift and you are ready to do the work, go to thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. And you will have an opportunity to view a masterclass where you will definitely want to have pen and paper, take lots of notes, but it'll be really clear about if deep down and dirty is the right process for you. I kind of outline a lot of a lot of the ways that it actually creates change hmm. that doesn't often happen when you just consume a book or a podcast or things like that. And then at the very end of that workshop, you'll see an opportunity to book a call with a member of my team to specifically talk about deep down and dirty. And the challenges that you're up against in your life. So, let's say there's there's somebody out there that's like, yeah, that that sounds great, I, but they're afraid to like even watch the video. They're like, oh, I don't even want to know. Yeah. What is going on? I'm I'm afraid to take that step. Well, you know, my answer might surprise you. I I feel like. You can only push people as far as they're ready, willing to go. Mm. And sometimes you're just straight up not ready. Mm-hmm. And and I've dealt with that with certain assignments that I give stu- students or clients. And I'm like, here's – and I always say yes, no, or counter offer. Here's my idea. Here's what I'm thinking for an assignment. And sometimes it's like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Right. And I'm like, okay – then all I want you to do is think about that assignment. Just think about that as an option, that there's something out there that you could possibly do that may move the needle a little bit. You don't have to do it. Sure. I just want you to think about the invitation. Okay. So the same is true for this workshop. Think about the fact that there are also, aside from my offerings, a ton of ways for you to start changing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's about getting to that point of, I am so 
fucking done. Ready for I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. Getting that right there. You Mm -hmm. have to hit that breaking point. Mm -hmm. I think we all kind of have that. You know, we've had it at certain jobs. Like, fuck this. I have got to create a change. Or a relationship hits a point where you're like, I cannot stay in this anymore. And you have to get that with yourself as well. So I know this is kind of segueing a little bit or um, moving off a little bit of topic. But how do you know if you're in the place of I'm not ready for that or you're just scared? Yeah, that's a great question. I think a lot of it is the it's a more of an internal knowing. It's kind of an intuition and it's a nagging at you, but it's nagging in a way of there's something there. Mm-hmm. There's something there. And that's a good little tip for people, I think, to know whether, you know, they should get on that call right there. Yeah, just and just start just press play. Just press play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and hey, I talk about it every fucking week. So if <laughs> if it's not the week, that's fine. But I do find that a lot of times people have this – there's this veil that kind of gets lifted right around the new year where, sure. where people go, I can't, I can't do another year of this shit. Right. I can't be my own worst critic. I can't hate myself any longer. So – Anyway, good questions, Mr. Smith. No, thank you. All right. So number three is be willing to quit things that aren't working. That's kind of a perfect (laughs) segue from what we were talking about. Completing things at all costs can absolutely be detrimental. In fact, I did a podcast a while ago about knowing when to quit and knowing when to persevere. So sometimes it's you've been trying a specific business venture for 10 years and it's just not taking off or do I stay in this relationship and just hope my partner changes Mm. you know when do I know when to throw in the towel and when do I know when to persevere so if if that's the case for you that there's clutter that there's emotional clutter happening in your life then I would absolutely encourage you to entertain the idea of quitting. Does that feel more expansive? And I think I think I may even talk about this in that episode, that for me, I had a very specific career path outlined in makeup artistry. Yes. I worked for a company that only promoted from within, had incredible succession planning. I had my path paved out for me, and I thought I was going to do that forever. And then I was disenchanted. And then I got new information. And then my heart shifted. And then my Mm -hmm. intuition talked to me. And I grieved the fuck out of it. I had a total quarter-life crisis at the time. (laughs) You're like, I remember that. I remember. I do. (laughs) And I decided that I had to quit. Quitting was absolutely what I needed to do in order to get a fresh start, in order to go after what I really, truly wanted. Because my... My heart's desire changed over and that kudos decade. Kudos to you. You you built a plan. You stuck to the plan. And you got there. Thanks, it's awesome. Babes. It's amazing. Well, we do have a freebie that can help you with this. So when you a go to alert? a free shit alert, that's oh. right. The uh, thejoyjunkie.com slash three seven five. This is what we were talking about at the top of the show. That worksheet has an exercise that you can do around things to keep, things to stop. And things to start. And it helps you analyze all of the things that you're doing in your world Hmm. right now. All different categories. Relationally, 
work-wise, personal habits, working out, food, all taking a snapshot of all your daily things that you do. What are the things you need to keep? Those are absolutely working. What are the things you need to stop? You need to quit those things. They are not helping or you've given them long enough to work, right? Yeah. It's sort of the the life equivalent of the facial serum or <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the collagen that you're putting in your your food or whatever. This is exactly my real life. I'm I'm like, "All right, I'll use two bottles of that and if I don't see a difference, quit." Quit, right? <laughs> so look at the life equivalent of that. Are there things that you've been trying to do because somebody told you, oh, this is the perfect way to do a morning routine, but you don't like it? Right. Okay, so quit. Quit. We can figure something else and then start. What are the things that I need to implement into my life? Okay, number four. This one's very, very practical. Switch up your personal environments and your routines. Clear that clutter. So... Change around your decor, your furniture. You can move things around in your home. That is a change of energy. Mm. Face your bed a different way. You know, all of those sorts of things can be really helpful just in your own domicile, moving things around. Okay. Adding new pieces of artwork, painting a wall. Those real small things, right? Repurposing older decor or furniture or things like that. Take different routes to work. Try different foods. Switch up your daily routine. What do you do every single morning? Maybe do that in a slightly different order. Create a morning practice or create a night practice. Change your fitness process. Possibly change your appearance. Is it, hey, I'm going to get some new glasses or how about I cut my hair or let's try a new style or maybe I'll, maybe I'll go as a redhead now or any shift like that starts to move the energy from that stagnant, stale place. And if you need a fresh start, those are some very easy, practical things to do sure. that don't involve you digging into the depths of your soul if you're yeah, not yeah, quite yeah. ready for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And then I, I wrote the purge. Clean out everything. <laughs> Get rid of shit. Get rid of shit. Spring clean a little bit early. Go through your closets. Get rid of stuff that you don't want. Lighten your load. That is a completely different energy shift. Like and it. then sometimes when we revisit, you know, older photographs or, you know, getting stuff out of our closet, we get these aha moments or we get these ins pieces of inspiration that we don't get when we're just status quo, autopilot, this uh -huh. is how I do every fucking day. So start switching that shit up. All right. Number five. Decide on the very specific things you want to change in your life. So a lot of times when we are really unhappy or we're feeling kind of stuck or unfulfilled, we don't typically think in very specific terms. We don't look at our current life and assess at a deep level what are the things that are genu genu genuinely excuse me, ca causing me pain. What we do is some variation of this. You know what I need? A change in scenery. You know what I need? I just need a new house. You know what I need? Oh, I just need a new relationship. Or you know what I need? I just need a new job. And we go right to the remedy. We go, let me just switch. Let me just do something new. Mm. Without really excavating behind 
what you really need to do, which is probably process some shit and get some support <laughs> and figure out what are those pieces that are missing. That's another major piece that we cover in Deep Down and Dirty is your core values. And one of the ways that I describe core values is that they are the elements that must be present in your life in order for you to be fulfilled. Right. So a lot of times when you look at here are my clear values and you go through like a values process, which which we do in the program, you recognize like, ah, no wonder I've felt so uncomfortable. I have this huge value around order and organization and my home is a mess. Right. Or no wonder right. I've been feeling so stuck. I have a huge value around creativity and I don't have any creative outlet in my life right now. Hmm. Then that can inform a goal of, okay, cool. I'm going to take an online art class or I'm going to find people who paint in the fucking park and you know do something like that. But oftentimes we jump to some conclusion that isn't really informed about what's really happening underneath everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I feel like core values are things that are internally processed, not externally inputted. Yes. Right? Yes. That's they're, exactly they're right. They're an internal process or mm -hmm. an internal element yep. to you. For instance, you were saying like, well, maybe I need a new house. That's an external component. Yep. Right? Even if you said I need a new relationship, that's still an external component. That's right. Right? So looking for those values that are innate within you mm -hmm. is your core values, right? That, that could definitely be a way to perceive them. And that's one of the reasons why in in the process that we go through in Deep Down and Dirty, there's a whole slew of things that you do in order to excavate for your own personal values. And right. I don't give people a list of things to shop from. Mm. Of, oh, I value authenticity or, oh, I value order and organization or health and wellness. No, you don't get to shop from them because it's not about what makes makes other people happy or what fulfills other people. It's right. about what are the things that genuinely light me up and right. bring me happiness? Sure. For me, one of my hugest values is around adornment, decoration. Mm -hmm. I cannot have a clipboard, an iPhone case, file folders, anything in my life that is plain. What about a beige bouge podcast room? This this drives me a little bit nuts. I'm only in here like one hour a week, so it's okay. <laughs> that may be on the goals for, the, that for this might year. Be. Yeah, it's, add some flair to I, this room. I know. I keep looking around. I'm like, it's so beige. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like all of the, the late 80s, early 90s was beige. I'm like, yeah. this is a time warp in here. Totally. So for me, adornment, I don't know very many other people who would say, I must have adornment in my life. I need things to be decorated. And yeah, that's a unique one. So if I was shopping from some list of values and trying to pick what I think what I think I should like or what right. I think should bring me right. fulfillment, then we're going external again. Right. So so yeah, I think very simply you can look at what are the specific things that I need to change in my life. Mm. Look at the wheel of life which we talked about in episode 373 just a few weeks ago and we'll link to that in the show notes as well but it 
the wheel of life highlights eight different categories of your life. And sometimes looking at the big picture like that, we can start going in all of those areas, what what do I value? What it, what is it meaningful to me? And are there ways in which that's getting stepped on? And so of course I feel stuck. Of course mm. I need a new start. That's great. Which then brings me to number six, which is to define new goals. And I'm not going to go into that as in depth because- We just did two podcasts on that. That's right. The last two, 373 and four, are both all about goal setting in particular. So- One thing that you might want to think about, though, as it pertains to setting goals is pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, but also acknowledging how you operate. So there are things that I will, like, for example, spontaneity and, you know, what a lot of people would view as adventure is is so radically anxiety-inducing to me, I want to run for, for the hills. <laughs> but I do like to push myself in some ways. So back in the day when we could go outside of our houses, Mr. Smith and I would go to a place out here in, in Charlotte called Whitewater Center. Yeah. Or out in this area. And they would have rock climbing and ropes courses and things like that. So for me... Pushing myself to do something like that, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable, but I really like pushing myself. Now, jumping out of a fucking plane, you can fuck right on off. <laughs> you know what I mean? I recognize well, that's nothing. that- It's so easy. It's so much easier <laughs> Don't than talk climb- down to me. It's so much easier than climbing Don't adventure shame me, Mr. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> You're on to me. Um, but all you got to do is just fall out. No. Like, it's so different. No. Unacceptable. I think you'd like it. I think you would. No. I, you know, I think it is you, a hard pass. I, I know. I know that. No I means know. no, Mr. Smith. <laughs> I just think if if you ever did, when you landed on the ground, you would be like, I want to do that again. The landing on the ground part is what terrifies me. Oh, really? More, I mean, all of it does. Yeah. All of it does. But this is what I mean by... Push yourself outside of your comfort zone. It should be one of those feelings of scared but excited. Kind of scared sighted. Scared sighted. But it shouldn't be paralyzing fear. Right. right. And you have to acknowledge how you operate. I know for me, that doesn't that's not exciting to me. That will keep me up at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But doing a little rock climbing or trying a ropes course or two. I can handle that. That would not keep me up at night, right? Yeah. So so look at how can I start pushing myself a little bit, but then also honor how I operate as a person, right? Yeah. All right. And then finally, number seven, please don't go at it alone. Mm. You do not have to be a fucking hero. Gotta all right? support. Sure. You have to call in the allies, the healers, the therapists, the coaches, the colleagues, Close friends and family, people who you genuinely trust, support groups, classes, deep down and dirty, <laughs> hello. But get in the habit of, of sourcing the support that you need. And we did another podcast too a while back about accepting help and our resistance to accepting help and why we need to knock that shit off. And... I think that would also be hugely enlightening for you. So we'll throw that into the show notes as well. But 
And, and you know, what's interesting is when we talked about the goal setting a couple of weeks ago, we cited an article that talked about all of the reasons why 8% of people actually right. accomplish their goals. And one of the major pieces of that very minuscule 8% is that they had support. Right. That they had allies, that they had accountability, that they didn't try to do it by themselves. Yeah. In fact, you are <laughs> braver and smarter if you source support. It's real smart. You yeah. get smart. <laughs> Stupid smart, yeah. <laughs> Fucking wicked smart. <laughs> wicked smart. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So there you have it. Seven ways to create a very fresh start. I'm hoping that you can at least extract one or two things. You don't have to do all of them, recovering perfectionists out there. Mm, right. Because then there's that paralysis of I've got to do it all and I've got to do it all perfectly. And if I can't do that, just shut that shit down. Not going to do it. And not going to do anything. Right. So just pick one or two action steps. Maybe it's like, you know what? I, I am going to move around all the furniture in my front room. Yeah. Done. Right? Okay. Here's an example. I have a lot of things I want to do in my clinic. Yep. And I'm like, oh, man, there's a lot to do. I'm overwhelmed. Yep. So I broke it down. And I said, okay, what's one thing you can do? I've got a ton of magazines that I've prescribed to subscribe, subscribe excuse yeah. me, to, to have in the lobby. Yep. I've got stacks that go all the way up to the top of the desk under there. And I'm like, I can just take those out, put them in a box, take them to the library. Oh. Right? That's one thing I can do. Yes. Next thing. Um, oh, there's a there's a, a storage bin in the back. There's a lot of things that I don't use. I need to go through that and figure out what I really want to keep in here and what I don't. Right. That's so right. I've kind of broken it down. Like, okay, here's yep. some things that I can do, and it'll get me towards that bigger goal without feeling so overwhelmed. That's right. Right. And something is better than nothing. Yeah. So, what are your action points? I need you to hit the mat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't just read that book on Pilates, y'all. That's not going to help you get those abs. All right? You need to hit the motherfucking mat. So one or two things from today that you're like, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. Not all of them, but let's do a quick recap. All right. Number one, acknowledge what still needs healing and get support. Number two, create your own closure. Number three, be willing to quit things that aren't working. Number four, switch up your personal environment, your routines, and clear that clutter. Number five, decide on the specific things you want to change in your life. Number six, define new goals. And seven, do not go at it alone. So get going on that fresh start. Crack that whip. <laughs> and I would be most honored to be a part of that process with you. So one of your action steps could be to go watch that workshop. Right. Just see what it's about. Right. And and but if it's not, that's fine. Like, just do something. Right. Because you deserve to have a fulfilling life. You deserve to not put all your dreams and wishes on, you know, the sidelines and say it's not for you. It is for you. You just have to believe it. So yes. we will be right back here in your feed. And what do I say? How do, It's been 375 episodes and I – Wow. Right here next that week. Hair that hair that's going to your brain. I <laughs> – <laughs> Here's to loving and living. No, I know that part. Okay. 
<laughs> they're screaming it out that. Oh, they're probably yelling out there. Um, we'll see you around these you parts go. next week. <laughs> Here's to <laughs> loving and living your most badass life. Miss and Mr. Smith, out. Mine's easy. Ha <laughs> ha